welcome to the Locking Castle Church podcast. This Sunday morning teaching was given as part of the Easter Perspective series. So it's Easter Sunday. Yes, it's Easter Sunday. When we celebrate our risen Lord Jesus. But rather dissecting the passage and finding out the meaning and how it applies to our lives, we're going to immerse ourselves in the story, using our imagination, reading between the lines of scripture and entering into the story, because we like a good story. We are wired that way. That's why we go to the cinema. That's why we go and see movies. That's why we like reading books. We live on the other side. We may know the story. We may have read about it. We may have watched it. Or been at countless uh, services celebrating the incredible victory over sin and death. But if we place ourselves in the disciples' sandals, into that first century Jerusalem, they had no awareness about what was going to happen. They were in time and space as it unfolded before their eyes. What did they see? How did they feel? What do we see? How would we feel? So this morning is a bit of a reflection on the nameless disciple and their viewpoint on the way to Emmaus. So Cleopas, my friend, had offered me a retreat. I needed to get out of Jerusalem. Even if it was just a few days, I felt numb in a daze from what just happened over this past week. The color had gone from the world. Bless you. <laughs> the color had gone from the world as we trudged this dusty road out of the city, out of the city limits to Emmaus, only six miles away. Every footfall felt heavy as though my feet were shod in iron. As we walked, we talked through of what just happened. Actually, I think it was Cleopas done most of the talking. All I could manage was a nod and the occasional word. An adjoining road merged with ours like a tributary joining a stream. Along the river of earth and rock, there happened to emerge a stranger who we knew not. Then he spoke, not with a normal greeting, but asked what we had been discussing. We stood still, dumbfounded, staring down at the ground in disbelief. How could this man not know? Did he just drop out from the sky, out from another planet? Cleopas, with mouth aghast, are you the only one visiting? The only one visiting Jerusalem who does not know the things that just have happened 
in these last few days? What things, he asked. About Jesus and Nazareth, we both replied in unison. I think I was offended at this point, maybe finally feeling something rising in my heart. Could this be anger at this stranger not knowing anything? Cleopas continued, he was a prophet, powerful in word and deed before God and all people. The chief priests and our rulers hand him over to be sentenced to death, and they crucified him. But we had hoped that he was the one who was going to redeem Israel. What is more, it is the third day since this took place. In addition, some of our women amazed us. They went to the tomb early this morning, but didn't find his body. They came and told us that they had seen visions of angels who had said that he is alive. So some of our companions went to the tomb and found it just as the women had said, but they did not see Jesus. Then the stranger erupted. Apparent frustration with his response. How foolish you are and how slow to believe all that the prophets have spoken. Wow, my breath was taken away. How could he speak to us in this kind of way? Shouldn't he be more respectful for our grief? for our confusion but he had not finished the stranger with passion that deserved listening to he continued did not moses have to uh, did not the messiah have to suffer these things and then enter his glory and beginning with moses and all the prophets he explained to us what was said in the scriptures concerning Jesus. The words rolled like waves. From him as he spoke, each truth like a refreshing spray caught on the wind that blew in your face. What would have been one and a half hours journey turned into many hours as we questioned as he shared his knowledge. Our hearts and minds that were empty because of sorrow were now full and overflowing. How did we miss it? How could we not have grasped who Jesus was? Just as this stranger has disclosed. Hang on. How does he know so much? But before I could ask, we had reached our destination. The stranger did not stop as he drew up in front of Cleopas's house. And he seemed to want to continue. But we didn't want this to end. So we urged him strongly and to lodge with us. Stay with us, for it is nearly evening. The day is almost spent. And he graciously accepted our invitation and entered 
in. Reclining at the table, just Cleopas, the host, was about to commence the feast, but the stranger beat him to it. He took the bread, bowed to give thanks, and then broke it and began to give it to us. As I took the bread, is as the world took on a different hue. My eyes were opened for only a moment, and there, smiling at me, with eyes so wise and free, this was no stranger. This was my Jesus. But before I could respond my, in my utter amazement, he vanished, leaving the broken bread in my hand. I looked at Cleopas. He also saw the same. We both gasped and burst out laughing. How did we not see it? How could we miss that Jesus was right in front of me? Did not our hearts feel strangely warm, as though the embers of a failing fire was prodded and poked until they burst into flame as we listened to him share the truth. We had to go back to tell the others what we had experienced. Without any more words, we set out as quickly as we could and made our way back to Jerusalem. We found the rest just as we left them, but this time Simon had seen Jesus too. We explained our journey with this stranger who turned out to be Jesus. We only recognized him when he broke bread. We all paused in silence as we remembered the upper room, the Passover feast. Symbols and rituals all pointed to him. The Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world broke bread and drank wine for the last time with us. On this side of the cross, on this side of the kingdom of God. We remembered him bending down to wash our feet, showing us what it meant to be great, tying a servant's apron about his waist. The servant king, our king, we were never going to be the same again. Amen. Father, We pray now, open our eyes to see the servant king, to realize that he is for us, that he is with us, and wants to have this relationship with us. Just as Jake has testified, we also testify that you are a good God. 
that you care despite all the things we go through, despite the failures we may have done. But you look to us with a smile, with wisdom and such freedom. Lord, help us to get, catch a glimpse of you once again. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Thank you for listening. If you'd like to find out more about Locking Castle Church, please visit our website at lockingcastlechurch.org.